You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk Hello, this is Ben Eshmead and welcome to the King's Place podcast, a series of podcasts looking at the upcoming events at the North London venue. On this latest edition, I caught up on the phone with Roddy Woomble, who appears as part of a series of concerts called Welcome to Lowland, created by the band Lau to celebrate the release of their new album, Race the Loser. Roddy explains how this came about. Well, I mean, I know Chris quite well. He's a friend. I've made a record with him before, Chris, and a fella called John McCusker. And we made an album together called Before the Ruin. It came out in 2008, and we did a lot of touring. So, you know, when you do touring with people, you get to know them pretty well. So he's a pal, and um, yeah, I knew they were putting out a record, a new record. I knew they were trying to do something to coincide with the release that wasn't just an ordinary gig. And they're putting together a bill of bands in the King's Place. And they asked me, and I think Chris is going to come on stage with me and my band and do a few tunes, so that'll be good. My dreams would change over centuries If I had a thousand lives to choose from But we don't change What we don't And, and do you think it's easy to categorise your music? I don't listen to music like that. I don't listen to music thinking, oh, that is such and such and this and that. It's, to me, it's, it's either good or it's not. And I have a really, really taste in music from you know, jazz to kind of funk and you know, reggae and you know, whatever. And I love punk rock as well from the late 80s and things like that. I mean, I don't think that, to be honest, young kids with their iPod culture growing up in that listening to things on shuffle and that's the kind of way that people do consume music now so genres kind of don't really matter so much I don't think people are pigeonholed by I like this kind of music maybe they do when they're younger but from what I'm doing I have to say I'm more of a kind of singer-songwriter really for the band you, you came from being in the rock band Idlewild but was this a search for a more a sort of intimate sound? yeah well I mean I made the first solo record while I was still very much in Idlewild and we were just kind of taking a break from touring I just wanted to I was fed up being in a rock band and I just wanted to see other people and it was so refreshing, so quickly done, and had a lovely loose feel to it, and sound. And people really did respond to that, that album, My Secrets, My Silence. Still, people love that and go on about it, and, which is really nice for me, because it was made in such a, such a haphazard way. I mean, in a positive sense. And then, so, when the band kind of went, ended and went on a break, a hiatus, what you want to call it, I had much more time to consider the Impossible Song and our songs, and I mean, it would make it much more collaborative. You know, that was five years down the line from My Secrets, My Silence, and, life had changed and everything was different and I was ready to make a totally different kind of record and, and with my new solo record which I've just finished I've been just doing that straight with my live band you know that I've been playing with for the past two years so it's much more of a kind of band record you know sounds like a first record by a band almost you know so I like the fact that you know I don't feel defined by anything uh, as a solo artist what you want to call it um, I can really do what I like Abandon your traditions Watch them disappear one by one. I am now the day of just getting in the car. We just found a car, our instruments in the boot, just travel around, find nice pub to have a lunch in, turn up at the gig, go and stay in a premier in and hang out, listen to records and put on the laptop. <laughs> and you know, it's just that, and then just travel to the next place. But only, we only do it in small spurts because everyone's either got families or does other things to other places in the group. So. Yeah, compared to that 10 years ago when it was the tour bus and the catering and you didn't actually even know where you were half the time. I mean, I always had a sense of geography and we'd take a map along, but some of the guys in the band would just, they really wouldn't know one place or the next, if you know what I mean. And many bands are like that, I'm sure. 
I've got to know England a lot, but a lot better in the past couple of years because I'm travelling around it with my eyes open as opposed to being asleep in a tour bunk. Every early morning, just to wake up and put coffee on the stove. The morning secret. And, and I believe the Isle of Mull, where you live, and, and the idea of home is something important to you. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm a bit older now, so you know, I have a family, and yeah, that is just with the sort of natural way that life kind of works, isn't it? And yeah, I mean, in the songs as well, I mean, there's a certain coziness maybe. A lot of, it might put a lot of people off, but, you know, I think a lot of people... There's not an, an abundance of that kind of stuff in music, um, so I think that the stuff I do has a place. What's the island like, though? You know, what can you see out of your window? Uh, elemental. <laughs> it's the Atlantic Ocean, I can see. So that's, and rocks. I mean, obviously, it's quite a, quite a big island. I mean, people don't realise that the Scottish islands are quite sizeable. Well, it's got 300 miles of coastline, so it's not a small place. And it's quite varied, too. I mean, it's got mountains and forests, and uh, obviously, the part I live in is more the kind of beaches and macher, which is sort of, I don't know what you'd call that in England, grassland, but in a sort of Herbardine way. Quite a varied place, and I think that's why it's quite a quite a popular island to visit. It gets a lot of tourists because it is a real mixture of stuff. You can go come over to Mullen and Gaia. It's like Scotland in miniature, really. But it's a really lovely place. And obviously Iona is an island off Mull, which is quite famous uh, as the supposed birthplace for Christianity. So I think it's a fair share of pilgrims and tourists as well. When the days and months and years The minutes are creeping by Stretching further and further away from the day I arrived. And we head in the direction that I've faced a thousand times. Only now I read that Patti Smith was a, a big influence on you and, and, and your music. Well, I mean, that's my main influence, that kind of thing, really. Writers like George McCabe Brown and Norman McCaig and things like that. They're as important to me as bands that I grew up listening to in terms of just their vision and what they could do with language and the sense of place that it instilled me. And I think that, yeah, LA, East Punk and Underground Rock from America and the poetry of people like George McCabe Brown and Norman McCaig are kind of my main influences. <laughs> and that's all, I mean, from like sort of Underground Rock and Punk Rock is a sort of spirit of you don't have to be great to do it. It's more about transmission of ideas from one to the other, which is kind of what poetry is too just uh, ideas on the page and you have to make sense of it yourself and that's really when you when you get it or when you respond to it it's a really pure moment of like osmosis or something artistic osmosis permeates something in someone else's mind and finding out what they think it's hard to and, and, and how do you go about writing lyrics then it's a lot more kind of because it goes with music doesn't it so it's not like you know if you're writing a poem you have your concentrate on a page or a computer screen or whatever and trying to order words around and make sense of things or or not lyrics that go with music so the music's always first really you need to kind of have a tune to go and and uh, to be honest i've always been more interested in the melody i mean i as i say I, my musical influences are always kind of lyricists that kind of were just saying a lot of nonsense really but it sounded good to I don't think song words have to be about anything. I think that's a bit of a myth that people feel that they need to kind of explore their kind of heart's desires over G, C and D. That's why I'm kind of put off by heart and their sleeves songwriters because I just don't believe them. I just think, I think all the great songwriters like Dylan and other people like that, they can do that if they want to, but they realise that it's a pretty absurd thing and, you know, surrealism, surrealism is kind of the way forward in the British lyrics. If you're going to um, 
you have to kind of not make sense to make sense, but if that makes any sense. <laughs> the new album's coming out in early next year, so but we've, all, all year we've been playing quite a few songs from it. It'll be a real, we try to change the set every night too, because we have quite a lot two solo albums and the new ones are three, and then obviously we have lots of other songs that we play from different records and also cover versions and things like that. So yeah, we have quite a song pool. And um, I think Chris is going to come on and play with us for a few songs too. So yeah, it'll be nice. It'll be a, it'll be a good concert. And there's a good support band too, Rura from, band from Scotland. So I think you know, I would recommend the concert to people. The Roddy Woomble Band play on Wednesday the 17th of September at 7.30pm in Hall 1 with support from Rura. The mini festival Welcome to Laoland runs from Wednesday the 17th to Saturday the 20th of October and includes performances from the bands themselves, Ardem, Martin Carthy and Dave Swarbrick, John Hopkins with King Creosote and a free Cake Club Orchestra. I'm Ben Eshmade and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast. For more details about any of the events, please visit kingsplace.co.uk. Tickets for all events start from just £9.50 online. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk